Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. You hit the spot. The place where the conversation is pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Put your thinking caps on, because the conversation starts now. On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains, you are at the spot, the location, the place where the conversations are pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Today we have Layla from Australia, and we are going to talk about astrology. What is the history of astrology? How does that really impact our lives? It's a lot of people that really believe in that. There's other people that are in contrast to that. But how does that help chart our lives, our past, our present, and give us insight towards the future? We want to hear about her course that she's doing and other wonderful fun facts about her in her life. So let's welcome her to the edge. How are you, Leela? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, well, welcome, welcome, welcome. Please introduce yourself to my guest of Brains, which are my listeners, and tell us how you show up in the world. Okay, hi. Well, I show up just by pretty much just wanting to grow and evolve and, and share my knowledge with people. So by, yeah, like, I don't know, on social media, I go out. I'm a mum, we do homeschooling, so we, we go to lots of different places, and I love sharing about the astrology with everyone I meet. How did astrology find you? How did you find such a, a deep, fond interest for astrology? Well, it first started, I think it was like over 20 years ago now, and it was based on the feng shui with the home, if um, people have heard of that. So I just enjoyed, like, yeah, I don't like clutter, and I know the environment plays a big part in our well-being so I started from that then I did research then I had um, consultants come out to my home to to help with the different energies of the house and then I found out that from our date of birth we can also find out so much about us so not just our home and that's how I just started yeah from that wanting to know more and more then I went um, I did lots of different courses and experimented on different people and myself. So my journey, I've been here a lot of um, um, decades. So got to see, and then also had impacts to my daughter's life. Wow. Well, yeah, you know, astrology is pretty tricky. So um, because you're dealing with the planet, you're dealing with the universe, you're dealing with downloaded information, but also the astrological signs. So how do you find that this really kind of helps people navigate their course and what i mean by that is you'll give a reading of their chart um and how do you find that that's valuable for them to know these things because i feel a lot of people um including myself i've been um, in those situations where we just forget about who we are and we just get caught up in the outside world and and by just knowing the because it's based on your date of birth so the day you were born the Chinese believe that's when you inhaled your destiny. So the day, the time, the year, and that. So then by me sharing with people just that beautiful gift that them just being alive is, and on top of that, all the elements they inhaled, the energy, and then they can relate to that with the new energy, whatever is happening today. Mm -hmm. So today's a new day. So there's like new elements that come in. So this is just based more on the five elements. Okay. What are the five elements? They're fire, earth, metal, water, and wood. So each of us is one of these elements, and it could be yin or yang. 
Okay. And then from that, there's a personality that we have taken on, cycle of life, what we experience, and how each of these elements then impact us throughout um, even our day. So why are, why are people always so connected to the moon and the stars when it comes to astrology? Is it the force of the energy? Is it the direction of the planets? Is it, you know, a synchronicity or an alignment with, you know, with your your charting and your date of birth? Why is the moon so important? Because I know the moon really affects me. Yeah. I don't know exactly, like, in regards to the different planets, because I just focus more on the five elements and because okay. we are, like, um, part of nature, mm -hmm. so, like, the cycles of life and we're part of, like, yeah, the universe. So I think the, I don't know, for me, it's like humans are very unpowerful. Right. So very we can like, just, once we understand ourselves, then we just align to everything else. Right, 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 right. So um, who is your ideal client? Who would be the person that would really resonate with you the best? Because everybody's not, you know, some people are into spirituality. Some people are into religion. Uh, it just depends on where they are in their life. What what kind of person would work best with you and you find that you could get the best results? Um, for me, it's been mainly people that feel stuck and overwhelmed. So there's a lot going on in their life and they don't know then who they are and they just want more certainty, clarity, confidence. And, and that's where I come in just because um, even the last week I think it was there was two different people that I did the charts that they just knew they're too much for some people and and then yeah I just shared with them okay this is the reason because you've got excessive of this element so some people are drawn to that element and some people don't need it because they've got enough in their destiny um, chart so that's how then is just finding that balance um, of who we are and who we attract in our life not to take it personally when we're giving too much and someone doesn't want it or, right yeah yeah reacts right. to it, it. it's what we call information overload <laughs> yes yeah so then it's just getting yeah the balance of um all those elements so then once they've got that then it's easier for them just to yeah, continue and where to use their energy um in so how does that work with regards to relationship and relating with people okay you know who you are but are you also drawn by this these charts to the right element of people in your life or your circle of influence your friends how you parent your children does this really kind of give you a a uh, a navigation tool on how to manage your life as well and relationships like yeah for me like just knowing like uh, what i've experienced so far um you can tell because even like the elements like who you are and then just knowing like even what the month is and where you're drawn to those at those times and then you attract those people so there's yeah some people uh, because the elements combine so there's two elements that can combine and make another element so for example i'm yang earth and if someone is yin water the energy flows much better between us because those two elements combine Okay. And then they also elements clash. That's when um people then have like more challenges because yeah, their element and their element, the other person's element 
But you don't necessarily know somebody else's element. I mean, unless they've they've had their chart. So does it give you, you know, when when you understand yourself, does that help you have a better insight to other people? And what I mean by that is that um, can you tell certain characteristics? Can you tell if a person is controlling? Can you tell if a person is uh, insecure? Can you tell if a person is driven? Can you tell if a person is suffering from like imposter syndrome? By heightening your sense of awareness and being more in tune, does that give you insight into other people that you deal with? Is that, you understand the question? Does that make sense? Yes, yes, yeah, of course. Um, because they're, then you you know how to relate to that. Like I was telling that other people had too much of a um, certain element. Because that way then, yeah, you know how to handle yourself. Like even if you notice something is challenging, because what I do is give people a personalised calendar with the most um, challenging element. And, and that's what I've experienced. Then I'm like, okay, you get caught up in that um, drama, for example, the other person that you're interacting with. And then when I've gone and checked my calendar, I'm like, okay, it was my challenge day. So it's up to me now how I handle this. I either can entertain this and make things worse and say something that I want to say or just let it go and then what I've experienced was then by the next day I had an apology so just by me not reacting okay that's one way you can use it so you have to you have to be careful yeah you have to be careful how you react to certain situations and I I'm really into that right now it's it's how you respond Yes. You know, not necessarily because adversity is going to come your way regardless. Doesn't matter who it comes from. That could be from your your children. It could be from your spouse. It could be from your parents. But trouble is going to come. But it doesn't last always. And once you get into a headspace that you're saying, okay, this is what this is. This is a particular challenge. Uh, what I need to do is figure out how to process this or how to park it. Or is it really important to me? at all because that anxiety will ramp up and it'll jack you up tell us a little bit about your course how did you start developing your course um well because there's so much information like obviously like i'm learning something new and and i just want to tell people everything like 20 years worth of um knowledge and doesn't work obviously so that's then i decided to do the course where i broke it down to little small little modules which for me was like a no big deal, like the basic, but for someone I had to realize it's brand new. So that's how I started doing the course. So doing like yeah, just little, I think probably some have gone, probably like a one minute video where they just learn what does the year that they're born mean for them. Because a lot of people in the Chinese zodiac know the year they're born. Um, but however, I tell them there's also um, an animal because there's 12 animals in the Chinese um, zodiac. Yeah, I'm the year of the tiger. Okay, yeah. So then there's also like an animal you um, have in your destiny chart, which is from the month you're born. And then the day you're born, you get another one and the hour. So then I thought, okay, well, I've got to tell people like more about those aspects too, because it's not just the year you're born. So, and then from that, then I decided to do calendars where people can just move forward. They're knowing, okay, what's my most challenging day? What's my most harmonious day? So that way, a lot of people like to plan ahead um, and they use these days. Oh, it's going to be a clash day, so I'll just avoid that day. Or it's just going to take them extra long to achieve something so simple when it's a challenge day. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then, yeah, I've got that. And also one-on-one sessions, just um, 
yeah, having that with that people that um, join, like where they're at, where they want to go and see how their destiny can support them at the same time. Yeah. Yep. So see, there's somebody that's beaming in and, and checking in with you right now. They need your service. About uh, homeschooling, you know, it, it's, that's a challenge. Number one, keeping your child engaged, keeping them motivated, keeping them stimulated, but also staying up on the curriculum. Have Did you start that during COVID or has that always been your educational choice for your child was to homeschool? Well, it's always been. So from little, she was doing homeschooling and then she wanted to try primary school when, um, yeah, kind of like she was five or six. <laughs> And so that was good. She did prep. And then during the other two years, then there was, yeah, lots of lockdowns because we're from Melbourne. And that's when we decided, yeah, like just going back to school, then they were put back, you know, in lockdown to come back home. And and that's how then just, yeah, continued. Yeah. What type she of, loves it. what kind of things do you do, you know, as a, a mom that homeschools is it's different. So like you start your day, you have a set curriculum that is that set by your, um, your educational body, or is this something that you choose? You know, I, I don't know how a curriculum works. I don't, and this, for example, say your child is 12 years old and they are in the sixth grade. Is there a certain curriculum that you have to teach them for 12 months? Do they go in and get tested, make sure that they're at their grade level? I, I don't really understand homeschooling. Yeah. Well, probably, I think different states do different. Um, like what we've chosen here where we are is um an activity-based learning so she just learns through like gardening for example like being creative and and we've got a small group that we're part of so then we connect with these people all the time and and then they just share stuff so every day it's different like what what she does and then she's got books that she works through like whether it's maths writing and she just learns through life like just watching me um about business as well. She's learning about business, astrology, and she loves telling people like what she's learning from me. And then, yeah, but then we do some private classes, whether it's arts. Yeah, so it just varies. There's no set. set and then do they have, does she have to go in or, or is there something that's mandated by your board of education that says, okay, at this particular point, she should have been able to accomplish, I don't know, timetables or spelling or handwriting and we need to test her on that before we can advance her how do they advance the children I don't I don't know how that works um because we're still like early stages like no one yeah has done that so it's just up to us and and then the groups that we're in there's children from the age of three to to 12 I think some kids are and they all just do similar things so it doesn't really matter just at their level so you can tell some, you know, bigger kids know a bit more and they'll just deliver, you know, presentation in a different way compared to like a four-year-old. Yeah, so then they'll so the older, in that way. So do the older children mentor the younger children? Yeah, so it's good to see. Like even like ones that don't know how to read, so the bigger kids will help them. It's just beautiful like to see how they all just support each other. Okay. Yeah, because I, I have, uh, it, it's I guess it's a little different there in Australia than it is here in the United States because we have certain uh, certain restrictions. So there's certain curriculums, you know, like you might get 
I don't know, a workbook. And these workbooks would be, you know, eight months worth of instructional training here, classroom training, and then you have to go through them. And then after that, you have to complete a test or something to make sure that you are at that grade level, because if they want to go back into mainstream, I see that a lot of children are homeschooled are more advanced because they do. They have that uh, practical application, that practical learning to where, you know, they might do their mathematics through cooking. Um, they might do it through yep. woodworking. So they combinate, uh, have a combination of more than one skill. So what do you do for fun and recreation for yourself, Layla? Um, I love dancing. <laughs> Yeah. What kind of dancing do you like to do? Oh, just anything. Any music I, I like to dance. Yeah. <laughs> so dancing, socializing with people. I think got that. Um also I just, just love, I don't know why, like when I do connect with people, like last night I had friends over. Just love growing and evolving in ways um just through the business. So that that's fun for me, like as well, like helping people. Um, what else? I just love exploring new places. Just yeah. going for drives. Do you are just you uh, time? What do you do? You know, what creatively do you do? Or do you know, do you paint? I know you like to dance, but do you paint? Do you write poetry? Do you are you writing a book? What other creative outlets do you have for yourself? I just feel like my business is my creative outlet, just creating different posts, um, just yeah, socialising. Do you enjoy working via social media? Is that a, a, a strong mm -hmm. presence for you? Because a lot of people like it, and then there's some people that are so intimidated by social media. Yeah, no, I enjoy it. Like I enjoy, and I love it. I've, I've even helped businesses um, with their social media. So just things like admin work, I'll do like that. Just doing um, paperwork. Yeah, <laughs> organizing well, things. I love organizing, um, organizing stuff and cleaning up. Just clean environments. Well, that's good and because people. Need, yeah, and, yeah, and people need to be organized. That's one of the the biggest challenges they have. They may have a creative presence where they have a great business, but they don't have their shit together. You know, they have everything everywhere. And so as my mother used to always say, if you don't have things, you know, accessible, clear at your fingertips and you know where to find them, then you're living in chaos. And you really can't live in a chaotic position, but that's again, where your astrology comes in. You help people not only organize, but also visualize and conceptualize where they want and where they want their business to be. That is very, very powerful. So let's ask some fun questions about you. If you were a flower in the garden, what flower would you be? I'd love two, um, rose and tulips. So those two flowers stand out the most for me. <laughs> now, a rose is very fragrant, but a... Tulip is very kind of wild. I mean, you know, I, I buy my husband tulips all the time. Men love tulips. And so I buy him some for his office all the time. And when you see them bloom, they just don't have any rhyme or reason. They just go everywhere. Is that a little bit indicative of maybe your characteristic and your personality? Must be. <laughs> Hearing okay. um, your version of them. 
That's funny. Okay, if you were a car, what kind of car would you be? I like Prados. I don't know why, like four-wheel drive kind of cars. So that shows that you have a little bit of uh, adventurousness to you, uh, that you can be a little bit rugged and rough and you can handle the bumps on the road, correct? Yep, sounds good. <laughs> if you were an appliance in the kitchen, what appliance would you be? Appliance? Yes. The main one I use is a wooden spoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's, what is well, wooden spoon that helps again that helps mix it up and stir things up and not keep it consistently and it uh you know it just it allows a, a wooden spoon gives a different texture to cooking so that that makes a lot of sense if you were an animal what animal would you be I just sit on the tiger. Maybe I'm just going to go with the tiger. tiger. <laughs> so, so that is saying that, you know, you have a bit of a, a, a predator allure that um, you can keep it low, but you can also move quick and slick uh, and you grab hold uh, to your prey like a predator. So I get it. I totally get it. So those are little fun things that I like to do. I used to do that a lot when I would interview people in corporate um, jobs. One woman told me that she would be a snake. And I would, that's what I said too. Mm, now, do we hire her or what? I gave her the job because she identified with who she was. She said that she liked to, to slay low to the ground. She, you know, she knew how to slide in. She knew how to slide out, but she also knew how to strike uh, mm. and swallow her prey whole. So I was very careful of where I positioned her, but I liked that because she identified with who she was and and how she related so thank you so much Layla for all of your valuable information you really kind of broke it down for us in bite-sized pieces so that we're able to manage it so that we're able to look at it and put things in perspective which is very important tell my brains how to get in contact with you if they want to tap in and work with you and uh, do a little deeper dive okay well yeah my website is fourpillarsbyleela.com.au oh yeah I'm sorry you said it kind of fast. What was it again? Say it slower. Uh, fourpillarsbyleela.com.au okay. Four, four Yeah, that's via the website. On um, Facebook and Instagram, it's Four Pillars by Leela as well, the same name. Or my name, Leela Namofsky. If people use Facebook, that's my profile name. Um. Or do you need an email address as well? Or? Oh, no. The, well, the, both of those are fine. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put all of her information brains at the back of the interview so that you'll be able to follow it as well as in the show notes. Uh, we really want you to be able to identify with who you are to do a deeper vibe, even if that is checking out things that you have never done before. Astrology has been around for centuries. Uh, if you look at all of the great philosophers and teachers, such as Einstein, um, that's exactly what they did. They found their answers in the stars. And so thank you so much, Layla. Now, what I need for you to do, Brains, is go in and love, like, and share right here. Go in and love, like, and share and subscribe. Share this interview and other interviews with people that you know that are questioning, that are wondering, that want to know. You don't know what you don't know. Thank you so much, Layla. You've been such a gift and I appreciate you. Thank you. All right. Bye, Brains. Bye.
拜。